Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Colleen. Um, And today I just wanted to jump right in and talk about sleep. I've had quite a few women tell me that they're just really struggling with not getting enough sleep, not getting good quality sleep and XYZ. So let's talk about ways we can potentially um, eliminate poor sleep. And the number one thing I'm gonna talk about is, and we keep going back to this, but preparing your environment. The first thing I would do is I would look at your bedroom or whatever room you're sleeping in and what is there that is distracting you from sleep? Is it that you have a TV in your room? That's fine and it's totally everybody's own prerogative to have a TV in their room. However, I'd highly recommend against it because anytime you have a TV in your room, you're more likely to stay up watching it until late hours and it's just a distraction and it's just noise in the background and it's just a little bit of light in the background. I get it, I do. But that little bit of noise, that little bit of light, that's keeping you from from going into a deeper sleep uh, because your brain can hear that. Also, anything with a blue light, so any kind of technology that can be a cable box, VCR, your phone, um, an alarm clock, baby monitor, anything that has and exudes blue light or really any light at night, unless it's like a soft yellow nightlight hidden in a corner, is probably going to be also distracting you from getting a really, really, really deep night's sleep, especially if you're in a really dark room, which you should be. So we'll move on to that next. Your room ideally should be pretty distraction-free, pretty tech-free, ultra dark. If you have blackout curtains, amazing. The blacker, the better. The darker the room, the better. Um, And it should be pretty cool. You actually sleep better at lower temperatures. Now, obviously not like freezing, but 68, 69 is like optimal sleeping temperature. So if your bedroom isn't at least 68 or 69 when you're sleeping, you may wanna turn down the air just a little bit so you can sleep in a little bit cooler of a room or maybe remove a heavy quilt top or um, a heavy down comforter and just sleep under a sheet. Excuse me. Um, (laughs) I need to get some sleep myself. Um, So having a cool enough room, having a dark enough room, um, and having very, very few as possible distractions. So eliminate as many distractions as possible. So no screens, um, no blinking lights, no flashing lights. Um, And I'm also gonna go as far as to say, like if you have a crazy amount of clutter that's like right by your bed, if it's off in a far away corner and it's not super close to you, that might be okay. But if it's like right by your bed piling up, you're gonna want like a three foot radius of, of cleanliness around your bed. Um, just because it's gonna be less of an anxiety attack for you because you're not gonna look down and immediately see a mess. And it's also a safety thing. If you had an emergency in the middle of the night, you're able to get out of bed and not step on anything. So a clear path to every door, your bathroom door, your bedroom door, dark room, cool enough room, and no screens. As far as no screens go, I would recommend no screens at least an hour before bed because all of your screens, your your phone, your TV, if you're reading on like a Kindle app even, um, they all emit this blue light. And that is going to trick your brain into thinking it's time to be awake, it's daytime, right? So you want to not trick your brain that it's time to be awake. 
you want to affirm your brain that no, it is time to go to sleep. So I would recommend staying off your phone, turning off any screens, televisions, iPads, laptops, um, any kind of screen that you could be looking at that emits a blue light at least an hour before your bed. Okay, read a book, read a magazine. Um, you can drink some tea uh, without caffeine. You can have a conversation with your spouse or your partner. Uh, you can write in a journal. There's so many things you can do where you don't need a screen. And if you start doing that an hour before bed, just this week alone, I really think you're gonna start noticing that you're falling asleep faster, which is gonna allow you to get into your REM cycle faster, giving you a better quality sleep. The other thing you can do is you can eat an earlier dinner. If you eat dinner around eight or nine, and then you're trying to go to bed at 10, when you're going to bed, you have all of that food still sitting in your stomach. It hasn't had enough time to digest properly. Um, and that's, your body is then going to focus on digesting the food instead of letting you jump into a REM cycle quickly. So it's actually gonna wait until it digests that food before it jumps into the REM cycle. And while you may still be able to drift off to sleep, it's not gonna be that deep quality, like super deep sleep that you really, really want and you reap all the benefits from. So eat an earlier dinner. If you can eat around like six o'clock, 6.30, 7, that is ideal, absolutely ideal. You wanna try and eat at least three hours before you go to bed. That would be the ideal optimum time. Um, but at the very, very least, two hours before you go to bed. Don't eat right before you go to bed and then sit there with a full belly. Next, you're going to want, speaking of food and beverage, try to not have caffeine after 6 p.m. Uh, I mean, caffeine is great throughout the day if you need a little pick-me-up, but it takes caffeine a little while to work itself out of your system. So if you're cutting your caffeine supply off, even like 4 p.m. would be ideal here. At 4 p.m., that gives your body some time to work its way out of your system. Now you notice I said caffeine and not coffee. So caffeine is in tea, it's in soda, it's in all sorts of things. So maybe no caffeine is too difficult for you to start with. Try limiting it, just try limiting your caffeine. So um, if coffee has more caffeine than you know another maybe soda or some type of drink that you like to have with dinner, um, cut the, the coffee by 4 p.m. and maybe allow yourself like a couple of sips of a soda, maybe half a soda at dinner, and then, then definitely stop it. You also should try to put away the alcohol, same thing as food, at least two to three hours before bed because alcohol is it's just going to keep you awake. Have you ever noticed how you, if you had like a couple glasses of wine before bed, you feel really dozy, right? I don't know about you, I'm a lightweight, so if I have a glass of wine, I'm struggling to stay awake, but I'm not getting as good quality of sleep as I would be had I put the wine away, had I not had the wine. Um, I kind of feel like a truck ran me over when I woke up, even if it's just one or two glasses of wine. So try to put the alcohol away at least two to three hours before bed, have a glass of wine at dinner, and then put it away. Don't have a little nightcap because you're just not gonna sleep as good. Next, try to just de-stretch, just, just de-stretch, de de-stress throughout the day, all day, as much as possible. Stress really, really impacts our sleep and our quality of sleep. 
Um, so the more you can distress throughout the day on a day-to-day -day basis, the happier you're going to be for one, the less stressed you're going to be, and the better quality of sleep you're going to get. Um, some ways that you can do this is you can light a candle right before bed, something that's really soothing, a lavender smell maybe. Um, you can try a de-stressing lotion. I have this awesome lotion from Bath & Body Works. I think it's literally called de-stress or stress-free or something. But I leave it in my bathroom and anytime I just need a little pick-me-up to just kind of relax me, I just squirt a little bit in my hands and it smells so good. I think it's like eucalyptus and spearmint. Um, it's really, really, really great. There's, there's all sorts of lotions out there that have lavender and eucalyptus in them um, just to help you kind of de-stress and unwind. You can also meditate for a couple of minutes right before bed and also a couple of times throughout the day if you're ever feeling overwhelmed and stressed. Um, it's to keep that from impacting your sleep later in the evening, just do a couple two, three minute meditations. Uh, connect your mind and your body, get rid of any limiting beliefs, get rid of any negative thoughts, and put yourself in a better and more positive frame of mind. You can also do a gratitude list just to bring yourself more to the present. Um, gratitude lists help us stay present and they help to remind us of all the things that we are grateful for. And it helps us keep a more positive frame of mind as well. And I find that that's very calming, very soothing. Um, because when I'm thinking about all the great stuff that's already in my life that I'm still thankful for, I'm, I'm less stressed, you know, I'm, I'm less worried. You can, if you really want to get into like supplements, you can try some melatonin. Um, I know several, uh, several parents that, you know, take a melatonin supplement. Melatonin is the supplement that helps you fall asleep and your body produces a good amount of it naturally. But if you need a net little extra help uh, to get to sleep on a couple of nights, obviously consult your doctor first because I am not a doctor. Um, but melatonin is generally pretty safe to use. And I think, you know, you don't even have to take a full pill. You could take a half a pill. But again, check with your doctor on the dosage and, and the recommended usage. But melatonin is a safe supplement to use for sleep. So just to recap here, no screens an hour before bed. Really prepare your environment. Make sure there's not a lot of clutter. Make sure it's dark enough. Make sure it's cool enough. You don't have too many blankets, but make sure you have enough blankets. Make sure what you're wearing is cool enough and comfortable enough. You want to eat an earlier dinner and make sure that caffeine and alcohol, you finish them along with your dinner at least two to three hours before bed. Um, you want to de-stress kind of all day. You can use candles, lotions, gratitude lists, meditation, uh, whatever you need to just kind of stay positive, stay focused, stay calm, uh, stay president, president, stay present, and um, just stay conscious in, in the present moment to not get so caught up and overwhelmed with stress. Um, make sure that you hide all your electronics. I have some friends that even put like little tape or stickers over them if they have blue blinking lights. That's very helpful. And then worse comes to worse, you can always try stretching, reading, drinking a nice um, caffeine-free cup of tea, some herbal tea, always really nice. You can try spraying some lavender on your pillow. They make some really great um, light lavender sprays and lavender has really great properties in it that help you relax and de-stress and drift off to sleep. And then the last thing I would suggest is trying to get eight hours of sleep. 
And that is really gonna come down to you having a more consistent bedtime routine in order to make sure that you get that eight hours of sleep. If you're going to sleep at every night about the same time and waking up about the same time, it's pretty easy to figure out how much sleep you need to get or when you need to go to bed in order to get that much sleep. So adjust accordingly. And again, we've talked about this before. If you feel like you are up, sun up, and you're doing everything possible until sundown, that's probably the prime reason why you're not getting enough sleep. So go back and listen to my episode from yesterday about time and figure out where you can delegate, where you can automate, where you can create new processes and routines to help you find a little bit more time so that you're not constantly searching for more time and trying to squeeze as many things in as possible. Sleep is so, 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 so important. Really, a very successful day begins with how much sleep and the quality of sleep you got the night before. So if you're not getting a good amount of sleep and it's not good quality sleep, you're just not going to feel your best the next day. You're not going to feel at your optimum. So instead of trying to knock out like 30 gajillion tasks, I would really prefer that you try and focus and prioritize your sleep, especially the quality of it, the quality of your sleep. One really good quality hour of sleep is essential to three or so, I'm told, non-quality hours of sleep. So quality over quantity, of course, but quantity is also just as important. So really try and focus on how you can get as much sleep as possible. Eight, eight, eight hours is recommended. Um, one more thing is you should try to drink as much water as possible all day. Try not to drink it right before bed, otherwise you might be getting up in the night for other reasons. But if you drink plenty of water throughout the day, you're really hydrated and that's just going to help things function more smoothly while you sleep in terms of your body, in terms of your organs and making sure everything is running efficiently. So hopefully that all helps. Try to get some good sleep, prepare your environment as much as possible, find a consistent bedtime routine, put away the caffeine, put away the electronics, make sure that room is dark and cool stretch, read, de-stress, and try to get as much quality sleep as possible. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this content. If you found it helpful, be sure to share it with a friend so they can also get some use out of it. And like us on social media, be sure to send me a message if you'd like to hear different content, better content. If you like this content, let me know what you want to hear. I'm here to serve you, so let me know what you are wanting to hear. And I will talk to you next time. Have a good one. Thank you.